Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one. Winning, winning try. There's been some talk about the Ravens because of the loss. And there's been NFL pundits, guys like Ryan Clark, guys like Shannon Sharp, having conversations about this offense and saying that they don't really see any difference in this team and how it looks the same as with Greg Roman. I would argue that you know, no, that's not true. But I want to get your thoughts first, Cordell. When you hear these things and when when you watch the games, uh, because obviously you've been there, do you think that they have something going, or is it just simply not true? And they're not just they're just not watching enough tape. Yeah, I, I think uh, the early part of the season calls for overreactions from everybody, um, fans and analysts alike especially when you're talking about 
national people that are talking on TV shows and stuff. I mean, they, they, they're going to take it further than it probably needs to go. Um, I don't necessarily agree with the notion that the Ravens offense looks the same. There are definitely a lot of differences. You're not seeing the heavy personnel packages as often as you would see in the Greg Roman system. You're seeing the, this notion that the passing game is looks the same as Greg Roman's. I, I think that's the biggest reach that I've heard. Um, one bad game or you if you want to even say that the Texans throw the Texans one in there as well that's fine too it's been three games to this point in the season one of which they played without Mark Andrews two and a half oh and basically a half of a game I guess you could say without Beckham to this point Bateman isn't still fully all the way there yet there is is no Dobbins I mean it's, it's been a lot the no Ronnie Stanley and no Tyler Linderbaum dramatically changes what the Ravens are able to do uh, offensively. And I think that would impact any team that has to be without their starting left tackle, who's a former all pro and their center. Those are the two most important positions on the offensive line, in my opinion. So I, and I, I will agree with this. I expected to see, more creativity with Todd Munkin's offense to this point. Again, granted, we're three weeks in. I don't think he has shown his entire catalog to this point. Um, but that's been the one thing that I guess I was hoping to get out of a new out of the new offense that I haven't gotten yet. I haven't gotten the true creativity. It's been different. I won't sit here and say it's the same uh Greg Roman offense. But I, I, I am a little uh, disappointed in the fact that I haven't seen the creativity that I think that I was looking for. A couple things here. Um, one, I think that it's easy to say that this looks like the Greg Roman offense because of Lamar and what he did on the ground. But that is exactly what they needed in the second half in order to get the ball rolling. So that is lazy journalism um, as far as I'm concerned. There is definitely differences, um, especially from a scheme standpoint, from the passing perspective. There's definitely differences there. But I think that the reason why people are saying that is because when you look at Lamar's stats, he got two touchdowns on the ground, nothing in, in the air necessarily. But there's a bigger picture here, right? And remember, I, I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if anyone listening remembers this, but I am definitely on the record of saying that this offense early on is going to have struggles. They have a new offensive coordinator. They have new wide receivers. They have a whole new system to implement. And by the way, they did not play in preseason to help with that gel quicker. So I said the first half of the season, there would be struggles. Add the fact, Cordell, that they have injuries on the offensive line. You have two guys on the offensive line that are injured. Then you have skill players that are injured. You lost J.K. Dobbins in the first game. Uh, Odell did not play in the last game against the Colts. It's going to make things harder. It's going to make things more difficult for people to gel because the players that you had listed coming into the season are not out there playing the game. So I don't know what people think is going to happen when you got Pat McCarry, and I'm a fan, and you know I'm a fan. He did struggle mightily, though, 
uh, in Sunday's game. You got Pat McCarry at left tackle when Ronnie Stanley's supposed to be there. And then you got Sam Mustafer at center when Tyler Lindenbaum is supposed to be there. I'm confused as to why people just think that this, this train was supposed to keep going. And at first it was. It did early on. Until the Colts remembered, on, at least on the defensive side, we better than these two dudes that they got, you know, in replace of the guys that they supposed to have. And once they realized that and started playing up to their potential, that's when things got tricky. So I don't know what people are supposed to expect from a team that really didn't have much continuity coming into the season, number one. Number two, losing major players and not having those guys available, number two, that is to be expected. The one thing, though, that you and I can definitely both agree with is that this is not Greg Roman's offense. Sometimes you got to go back to what you know works best. And in the case of the Ravens, who needed to really start getting the ball rolling because they never really had an opportunity to do that after the King and Drake fumble was to use Lamar's legs. I'm always going to be on the side of using Lamar's legs if it's going to help this football team. It does not mean that this is a Greg Roman offense. It means that you utilize your best player when you need to make a play and that's what happened in this game so all of this talk is so ridiculous to me because I definitely feel like it's very lazy again last week when they played well against the Bengals nobody was saying these things now all of a sudden because Lamar has over 100 yards rushing similar to we've seen in years past oh this is the same old offense it's very lazy presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, and it's also a product of them fooling themselves because everybody this offseason convinced themselves that Lamar was going to run less and throw the ball more. And I said it all offseason. We'll see what happens when you get to the games. And his initial read or second read isn't there or the pocket's breaking down or it's a day where the passing game isn't working, their best weapon is still Lamar's leg. So for anybody to be under this assumption that because Greg Roman isn't the offensive coordinator anymore, that that means Lamar's legs are no longer going to be a yep. factor for the Ravens offense, that's a shame on you um, for even expecting that. The that's a And that's the positive that that you get for having Lamar Jackson on your team because every offense goes through days where the passing game isn't working, but not every offense has the ability to allow their quarterback to still be effective in the offense because he has the legs to be able to get the ball rolling. Lamar's legs was the offense on Sunday. I mean, he had over a hundred yards on the ground. The only two offensive touchdowns on the day came through his legs. That's, that's just the way it was on that day. And really I would argue he should have used his legs more, especially in the two minute under the two minute situations. That's when his legs are even more dangerous. So I I think people just need to understand what exactly who who exactly the Ravens are, and it's still going to be led do or die by Lamar Jackson's legs. I mean that that's and I'm not even going to say Lamar Jackson's legs because. Even in Cincinnati, he showed you he could beat you with his arm. It's just going to be led through Lamar Jackson. What version of Lamar Jackson you're going to get that day, we don't know until the game comes. But uh, I'm not going to say that I, I definitely disagree that this offense looks like the Greg Roman offense. And I've seen people take pictures and, or snapshots of 
receivers in the same area and try to say that this is the same thing that was going on in the Greg Roman offense. I mean, it's a, I, I think that's also lazy because at any point you can look at any offense and you will see at some point that they will have receivers in the same area. Yep. It's the fact that in Roman's offense, it was happening a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was due to a people being able to freelance and yep. run, they're running their routes into organized routes and, and B just the, the, the route concepts just were not good. I'm not to the point to where I'm going to say that three games in to Todd Munkin's offense, but again, this is just what happens with the national uh, reporters and people that are on these national shows. It's, it's overreaction season. I mean, it's three, yep. it's three games in, yeah, last week it was, oh, this is what we were expecting to see out of Lamar Jackson and this new offense. And now this week they struggle and it's, oh, this is all we get. It's it's going to change every week, you know. So don't look for any consistency because that's that's just not what they're that's not what they're required to give, and that's not what they're going to give. As as consistent as this offense has been, which is it, it has not been. It's going to be as consistent as you're going to get from national media, which is why you definitely need to listen to the Winning Drive podcast yes. more because we can tell you more about the Ravens than anybody else around here. But again, I said this. I said that they were going to have ebbs and flows early on. I mean, I don't know why we just automatically assume that everything was going to be dandies and roses and 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 perfect early in the season, it's going to take some time to build some continuity. And I think that that's something that's not being given grace very, er, very early on uh, in the NFL season. So um, if I were you, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it too much grain, you know, a a thought, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, But ultimately as of right now, Cordell and I do not see any similar, any true similarities, like real similarities from what Todd Munkin is doing compared to what Greg Roman is doing. 